I'm Denzel Muhammad, and this is JobMakers. I know we're all Zoomed out. A year and a half of Zoom classes and meetings and interviews has definitely taken its toll. But ultimately, aren't we incredibly grateful and lucky to have had this technology in the first place? For our kids, our jobs, our healthcare, even to see family members we couldn't visit? But do you know why we were so lucky to have Zoom? Because after getting rejected for a visa eight times, the US finally allowed Eric Yuan from China, Zoom's founder, to come and stay in the US. For Danielle Goldman, co-founder and executive director of the Open Avenues Foundation in Boston, Yuan is an important example of why the US needs to retain the high-skilled foreign-born students and workers who benefit from a US higher education. The Open Avenues Foundation developed a unique model that affords high-growth companies and startups the chance to retain the talent they need through cap-exempt H-1B visas no matter where they come from, in highly competitive industries where talent is scarce. This grows our workforce to the benefit of American workers. And, as we saw with Zoom, can create indispensable innovation when we need it most, as you learn in this week's JobMakers. Danielle Goldman, thank you for joining us on JobMakers. Thanks so much for having me, Denzel. Tell us a little bit about the uh, Open Avenues Foundation. Yeah, Open Avenues is a nonprofit based here in Massachusetts. Uh, We were started in 2018 at the height of uh, the Trump administration and everything that was going on with migrant families being separated at the border. Uh, I was actually working as a consultant at the time, not in anything immigration related, but I grew up with an immigration attorney as a father, uh, and it was a huge part of my life. And so my father and I actually co-founded Open Avenues to change the narrative about immigrants and demonstrate the value of foreign nationals in the United States. We felt like that was a really important story to tell in that moment. And Open Avenues is a nonprofit that's actually education-focused, and we are working to demonstrate that foreign nationals can actually train the future workforce. So Open Avenues is a workforce development program. Um, We are really excited about the fellowship that we run, and I'm sure we'll dive into that a bit more in a few minutes. But ultimately, we're we're showcasing that foreign nationals in the U.S., you know, are very talented individuals who are working at high growth companies and can also create jobs for U.S. workers. Explain to me that that very important point of the value of foreign born high skilled workers to the U.S. as a whole. Yeah, so Open Avenues partners with high growth companies, uh, typically in STEM fields, but we also work with companies uh, in finance and business. Uh, Our companies are coming to us Typically, we work with HR professionals who are managing talent acquisition and trying to find ways to fill their talent gaps at the companies. Uh, And we are a solution for them to retain foreign talent. 
Our Global Talent Fellowship is is a visa solution. Um, it's a leadership development solution for these foreign nationals. And we, when I talk to HR representatives, the reason why they're willing to invest right now in foreign talent and and nominate them for our Global Talent Fellowship program is because there are talent challenges at these growing companies. They are they have ten to hundreds of job openings in these technical STEM fields. And even if they don't have job openings, sometimes they've just identified a really extraordinary candidate from outside of the United States. Uh, You know, I think one of the things I've learned is that people and talent are not just numbers. They're not just seats that are filled. Uh, Companies are looking for the best of the best. And when they find them, they will do anything to have them stay in the U.S and help them grow their companies. And sometimes those individuals are foreign nationals and they need to find ways as a as an employer to ensure that, that that those individuals can continue to help them grow their companies. You talk about the challenges of finding talent. The challenges of retaining talent, depending on where they come from, is extraordinary when it comes to our immigration system. Could you just give us a sense of what this work visa uh, is like and how it poses a challenge to companies? Yeah, so it's really important to understand that our country's top work visa, the most popular work visa is called the H-1B. And it is it is built upon a randomized lottery system. So we have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of international, I I know it's hundreds of thousands of international students in the United States right now who are graduating from U.S. universities. They are educated by U.S. professors. They intern at U.S. companies and they're getting a U.S. education. And when they graduate, they are given practical training, optional practical training from the U.S. government. And that's one short opportunity they have. And after they finish their practical training, the number one, and and really for many people, the only pathway they have is to enter into this randomized lottery system, which is capped at 85,000 individuals per year. So we're looking at hundreds of thousands of individuals finishing OPT, optional practical training, every year after receiving a U.S. education and then having to enter a randomized lottery. And hundreds of thousands of individuals are getting shut out. And so the only option for some of those individuals is to go home. And that is really challenging and frustrating for companies who have invested in hiring those individuals for a few years uh, during their OPT. And it's really frustrating for the foreign nationals who have gotten, have received this U.S. education and are willing to invest their talent into U.S. companies. Uh, it doesn't really make sense uh, from that perspective. So there are a few organizations that are exempt from this lottery system. Uh, they're called cap-exempt organizations, and that's what Open Avenues uh, is. We're a nonprofit that is affiliated with the universities, and we are exempt from this cap. That's a really good explanation. You know, getting that U.S. education, paying into U.S. universities. Uh, as an international student, it's so much more than, you know, in-state tuition. First of all, it's a, they're a lifeline for many schools. Um, and having that talent, growing that talent, and then shutting them out seems to not make a lot of sense. Um, 
And the H-1B has been a very contentious issue for many, many years, I know. But the fact is, shutting out talent really is not going to benefit the U.S. And that just seems to be a no-brainer. Tell us a little bit about how your program works, the nuts and bolts of it, you know, and, and where that uh, inspiration came from. So as I, uh, as I started to mention, there are a few organizations that are exempt from this H-1B lottery system. Congress deemed these types of institutions exempt because they, Congress knows the value that these organizations can provide to U.S. society. So the, the four types of organizations are universities, nonprofit research institutions, government research institutions, and nonprofits that are affiliated or partnered with universities. And Open Avenues is a nonprofit that is affiliated with universities. So Open Avenues is a 501c3 nonprofit. We actually go into affiliation and sign partnership, partnership agreements with our university partners around the United States. And what we do is we, we've built a fellowship program uh, where we, we're able to hire global talent who are working at high growth companies who have been shut out of this lottery system. And we are able to hire them for five hours per week of part-time work. And during that time, we, we have them placed at our university partners and they launch career development and STEM education uh, projects for students to train uh, in those fields, get experiential learning, uh, and, and prepare to enter that future workforce. Um, and our, we call this the Global Talent Fellowship because our, our fellows are, are these, these international individuals working at high-growth companies. In terms of inspiration, uh, all of this, again, stems from our mission to demonstrate the value of foreign talent. Uh, my co-founder, Jeff, has a long history of innovation within immigration. He's very entrepreneurial in the space, has been. He started the Global Entrepreneur in Residence Program with Governor Deval Patrick back in 2016, which also uh, is a pro you know, it takes advantage and, and is in the most positive light, of course, <laughs> uh, leverages the cap-exempt H-1B uh, portion of, the, of immigration law with universities. And the GEIR program uh, does the same model for universities and is open to founders. Open Avenues Foundation has built a program that leverages the cap-exempt H-1B visa, but helps mid to senior level employees who are critical to the growth of companies stay here in the United States through our fellowship. And might I remind our listeners that Zoom was founded by an immigrant, a high-skilled immigrant. <laughs> Very important point. There is a narrative out there that, um, you know, a foreign trained, foreign born worker comes in and gets a job. That's one less job for Americans. Anyone who studies economics knows that the economy is far more complex than that. Um, tell me how, and I want to learn more about some of your fellows and their stories, but explain to me and explain to our listeners how this benefits the U.S.? So our fellows are range from founders of companies. Uh, some are mid to senior level employees at companies. All of them are owning projects, owning products, and building out teams. When they grow their product at a company or when they 
conduct their research at a company. What ultimately happens is there is a demand for more talent to support what they develop. And so it happens with our mid-level scientists who are working at, at, at therapeutics companies and developing new technologies or new therapies where their research ultimately leads to more jobs being created. Uh, It happens when our founders are able to stay in the United States and ultimately build their companies here and hire talent. So I can tell you through through the stories of our fellows that that's what ultimately happens. Economics aside, this is literally happening on the ground in front of me. I have the picture in my head of what is happening. And I just continue to open avenues, continue to try to share these stories of the successes of when our fellows stay in the United States, what they are able to build for their companies, which translates to new jobs. And on the other side of what we do, our fellows are training U.S. students to go into their fields. So we are also showing that when foreign nationals stay in the United States, they are able to contribute to the growth of U.S. students and open jobs for these students. Our fellows are thrilled to contribute to U.S. society and say, we, are, we love to be here in the United States. We feel lucky to be growing careers here, and we want to give back. We want to ensure that U.S. students also at community colleges, technical institutions, these are the schools we're partnered with, by the way, that the students who are underrepresent, from underrepresented communities, um, you know, from the middle of the country, that those individuals are also, you know, they might not have been exposed to some of these high growth companies yet, but they are connected through our fellows to these hiring companies. And that is really important for the economic growth in the United States. You talk about immigrants as job makers. That's such a unique thing to say. (laughs) Immigrants are twice as likely to start a business. We know that they are the ones who are um, driving the growth of Main Street businesses. You know, if we didn't have immigrants, we would not have the Pfizer Moderna vaccines. They both had immigrant founders. Um, tell us some of the stories that that you uh, intimated a moment ago. Uh, and this idea of these foreign trained people who study here wanting to give back, you know, that's a narrative we don't hear a lot about either. Yeah, it's true. I, you know, we we definitely know that that's a sentiment. Um, you you don't learn about that sentiment of of giving back necessarily from uh, from news articles, right? But it, when you talk to immigrants and you have conversations with these individuals, uh, these individuals really appreciate the opportunities that they are given in the United States. And uh, I find from my conversations that it actually is really exciting for them to be able to also contribute here. It's how people feel included Um, by giving back to society and by, you know, doing more for others. You actually feel like you are part of that society and not a a stranger or on the outside. So our, our foreign talent love to be part of this, of this fellowship. Um, And it's absolutely one of the the beneficial events. That one of the benefits that foreign talent get when they participate is that inclusion. Uh, so, and 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 companies know that, right? That's part of why companies want their foreign nationals to participate in our programs because it is it is a major benefit for for them. So, regarding to some of the stories, uh, we have an amazing cohort of talent. Uh, first of all, 
the companies we partner with are really exciting. I encourage anyone who's listening to go to our website and take a look at just on the bottom of our homepage, we have, you know, the 30 logos from our partner companies uh, that are linked out to their websites. And we're just so excited by this growing, uh, the growing partnerships. And we have, they really, our partners are uh, working across STEM fields. We, we are, we are looking for uh, high growth, you know, companies that are, are focused on some of our biggest challenges in the United States today and are also innovating and creating new technologies. So we have startup companies that are working on micro bakeries because COVID really changed the way that we eat. Um, and they're driven by robots, which is just really cool and, and innovative. We have fellows that are working on cancer therapies for pharmaceutical companies. We have uh, bioinformatics fellows working on AI to address precision medicine um, and questions in precision precision medicine. Um, one of my favorite stories is from is from during COVID. Uh, we had a fellow working at a company based in Cambridge. It was a company out of MIT Media Lab, and it was a 3D printing company. And they were able to print materials um, that were going to be used for uh, for, for, for industry, for across industries. One of the industries that they wanted to use these materials for was the medical device industry, but they hadn't really tapped into the market yet. And then COVID hit. And they had the machines built, they had the software ready to go. And what they did was they ended up printing testing swabs uh, and they started to 3D print these testing swabs. And our fellow was the second employee at this company and led all of the software behind this. And he was from Germany, uh, hadn't won the H-1B lottery and was going to have to go home and would not, he would have been printing those testing swabs, but he would have been doing it somewhere else uh, because he's such a brilliant, brilliant human. And we were so excited to learn that this company, you know, with with Yannick, our fellow on board, was able to to pivot and address something that was so critical to the medical industry at the time and to the United States. Um, and so that was just one story I love about, you know, what can happen when these minds and these individuals, this talent are in the United States and are working for U.S. companies here and uh, our fellow led projects related to developing the, the software behind his, the, the uh, 3D printing machines with our with our fellow, with our students at, at our at our university partners. So he was doing this awesome work, and then also letting students know about this awesome work and training them to potentially do that work in the future. And that's that's the beauty of this program is it's not just about the foreign nationals working for these high growth companies. It's also about them uh, enlightening and empowering students to, to also solve some of these pressing challenges for the United States. Finally, Danielle, if you had to succinctly make the case to the American public that high skilled workers who may have been born elsewhere are a net benefit to us, that their presence here is an asset to the country, to American workers. How, how would you frame that narrative? The fact that Open Avenues Foundation needs to exist tells us that there is a problem within our current immigration system, that it's not, it's not helping companies reach the, reach the, the levels of talent they need and, and retain the talent they need to thrive. 
that is a huge problem for the for the growth of our economy. We need to empower companies to ultimately have the talent to grow to the to their optimal potential, and we're not there right now. Um, so foreign nationals are filling these gaps, and more importantly, they're not just filling the gaps; they're creating new gaps. So that when, when foreign nationals ultimately, as we've talked about, when they are working and, and filling current gaps at U.S. companies, that ultimately leads to new, new, gro- new growth and new creation of new departments. Uh, we have to stop looking at this, uh, you know, it's, it's not this zero-sum game. We need to stop looking at it that way. We need to see uh, what happens, you know, over time through, through data points you know, of open avenues is creating new data points that we can ultimately look at. Um, you know, when these our foreign nationals are staying in the United States, they're creating new jobs for for our for our partner U.S. Uh, university partners and the students there. So that's really exciting for us um, to be able to demonstrate. And ultimately, I'm going to have a much better answer for you, Denzel, because all of the data that we're collecting is going to change this narrative and be able to, to, to really show this succinctly. And I'm, I'm really excited that in the next few years, we're gonna have a lot more data on what our fellows have been able to achieve um, and, and how many US students have been placed at these companies. And you're barely three years old as, a, as, a, as an organization. Uh, Danielle Goldman from the Open Avenues Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us on Jobmakers. It was a real pleasure to be enlightened on the kind of work that you're doing and how important it is to America. Yeah, Denzel, thanks so much for having me. It's a really important conversation and I'm thrilled you're leaving it. Jobmakers is a weekly podcast about immigrant entrepreneurship and contribution produced by Pioneer Institute, a think tank in Boston, and the Immigrant Learning Center of Malden, Massachusetts, a not-for-profit that gives immigrants a voice. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's fascinating discussion on how immigrant talent makes a better U.S. If you know someone we should talk to, email Denzil, that's D-E-N-Z-I-L, at jobmakerspodcast.org. Leave us a review on your favorite streaming service, too. I'm Denzil Mohammed. Join us next Thursday at noon for another Jobmakers. Jobmakers.